This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Balls and Strikes podcast is brought to you by Elkhorn Training Camp. Let's have some fun and play ball. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Mike Alessandro, uh, one of the co-founders and managing partner of uh, the Elkhorn Training Camp. We're pleased to bring to you today uh, a Balls and Strikes podcast episode. We're going to do something fun today uh, with my friend uh, Alex Hale, who's a member of our coaching staff as well as a key part of the Nebraska prospects. Alex, thanks for joining us. We're going to do a state baseball championship preview uh, with the games kicking off uh, tomorrow. So welcome, everyone. Uh, we're going to have some fun. Uh, Alex, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is an exciting time. Excellent. So as everyone knows, tomorrow uh, starts the Nebraska State Baseball Tournament. It's a unique one in that this will be the first one uh, that's going to be entirely uh, here in Omaha, uh, which will be a nice uh, a nice venue for all of the folks uh, here in uh, Omaha and all of the baseball community with all the games being at Warner Park, Fricky Field, and both state championships in Class A and B at Tal Anderson Field, which you, if you have not been to is just a fantastic venue for actually both baseball and softball and, of course, the home of uh, the Omaha Mavericks. Uh, so we'll go ahead and uh, dive in here. Alex, uh, thanks again for joining us. Uh, we'll start uh, uh, with uh, Class A. Uh, of course, um, we are very proud of the baseball, baseball community here in Omaha and have a stellar field again. And so uh, let's open up uh, with, with some opening comments from you. We obviously go into the tournament uh, with the number one seed in uh, Millard West, and we'll walk through the entire uh, field. But uh, let's start uh, with your uh, preliminary analysis. Preliminary analysis on the uh, – when you look at the state field – Right now you have a lot of teams that are dangerous. You have teams that have depth and you have teams that could make it really, really tough on you if you get them, you know, games one or two. Um, So right now looking at the field, it's kind of anybody's game. Um, I think the early favorites are going to be Millard West, uh, Prep and Millard South. Um, I think Lincoln East is really dangerous when they got Jalen Worthley on the mound. They got Ryan Clemente on the mound, Um, but they're going to have to be able to ride those guys deep into games. And I think unless they're able to do that, it's going to be a little shorter tournament for them. So I think right out of the gate, I think Elkhorn South, Lincoln East is the one I'm calling the Clash of the Titans because you have to come ready to play. With uh, the Elkhorn South lineup, with Eli Small, Cole Eaton, uh, Jason Birch, Cole Geezer, Cade Perry, and then the young up-and-comer Hayden Kelberlell, you really have to be careful with that lineup. Now, I think Jalen Worthley is more than up to the task. It's going to matter if he gets run support. And if he can do that, I think they're going to be off and, off and running. Um, but I think if you look at these games, there's not a bad game on the first day. You go out there tomorrow, you're going to see really good baseball. I mean, it's that first day is going to dictate a lot of what, what happens for all these teams and how far they're able to go based on how it sets up their pitching. Absolutely. No, great, uh, great initial comments. Uh, let's start. Uh, we'll kind of go game by game and go into a little more detail 
Obviously, we, we mentioned the number one seed, Millard West. They'll be playing in the first round against Kearney. Millard West, I believe, uh, is one of the hottest teams in the state uh, coming in, winning uh, 11 in a row. Uh, any other comments uh, you know, about that matchup? So 11 in a row. Uh, their last loss was to Elkhorn South. Um, the players to watch in that, you're going to have, you got Borner. Uh, so Drew Borner, if you guys at home don't know, uh, is going to SCC, Southeast Community College. You got Avery Moore going to SCC, Jackson Cahoy. Um, they have the murderer's row with Cahoy, Cook, and uh, Sam Novotny. So when you have three starters like that, well, and Cook usually comes into close, but you have those that starting rotation, throwing to Drew Dermer, uh, throwing Dylan Dreesen. Now all of a sudden you have somebody that can make a run. And with their lineup, I mean, they have you know, Devin Jones going to Creighton. Uh, again, Avery Moore going to SEC, Drew Borner. And then if Maddox Fleck can get healthy uh, and get back in the lineup, he's a spark plug for him. Uh, but which lately Drew Borner has been filling in for him at shortstop as well. He's got 28 stolen bases on the season. So, I mean, it's it's really a tough lineup top to bottom. A.J. Tauber was their nine hitter. He hit two home runs in the last game of districts. Like, they're top to bottom as deep as anybody in the state. They're well coached. Fry does a great coach. Fry does a great job over there. And if you can throw in, then you have, uh, you throw in Peyton Moore, throw in Nixon Snyder, uh, Nick Vinegar, um, and then Kozad's hitting the, the, in the three spot for the lineup. He's their catcher. It's as deep as a lineup of a lineup as we've seen in quite some time. And so I think Carney is, is in for it. Um, I mean, they have Corbin Rich, they have Tanner Johnson, Reese Barber, and Braden Anderson. But when you get a team here, Braden Anderson's going to have to carry him that first game. And if he's able to do that, they got a shot. But otherwise, it's going to be it's going to be tough because their key losses on the season for Carney, um, Prep, Lincoln Southeast, uh, Millard South, Millard West, Lincoln East. Those are all teams in the tournament. So when you when you take a look at who they've played going in, I always say, who have they beaten in the field? Who could give them trouble? Millard West, they've only lost to Millard South and Elkhorn South in the field. So from that standpoint, they're sitting pretty good right now. Absolutely. No, great stuff. And as we all know in baseball, anyone can really win on any given day. We're not talking about a seven-game series here, right? We're talking about uh, round one. Let's move into uh, the game that I believe you classified as uh, uh, the Clash of the Titans or Spartans, right? Lincoln East Spartans, no pun intended there, right? Uh, uh, going up against Elkhorn South. And I didn't realize this, but it's been since 1977 since a team from Lincoln has won the Nebraska State Baseball Championship. So obviously with Elkhorn South, uh, we're very familiar with a lot of those kids. I mean, any lineup that has two individuals that are committed to playing SEC baseball should probably, you know, you, you probably want to be aware of them. And, and of course, mm-hmm. on, on the Hill with Lincoln East, uh, you have the San Jose State commitment and uh, Jalen Wordley. So uh, any any comments, any more analysis on that game, Alex? Yeah, uh, I think the key wins this season kind of give you an idea of what uh, each team's able to do. Um, Elkhorn South's gone toe-to-toe with Millard West, um, and they had prep on the ropes before it got called because of rain. So they've been able to go up against some of the top-tier teams in the state as well as, as and, and knock them off, um, as, and so is Lincoln East. They've gone against Millard South, uh, beat West Side. They do have two losses to Millard South as well. they got to play them three times. Um, but if they can – if for Lincoln East, I'll say this, if they can score early and get a lead and let Jalen Worthley take the ball and roll with it, they're going to be in really good shape. Now, I have not confirmed any of these pitching rotations. Ryan Calenti could throw. Um, but if I'm them and I'm going up against Silicorn South, 
I got to get my guy on the mound. I got to get him out there. Give him, give us the chance early. Let Cooper Erickson do some damage to the dish. Um, the guy's super physical, plays shortstop for them. He's going to Wofford. Um, really physical kid, plays a lot of energy. He's fast. Uh, can do a little bit of everything. They got Keegan Brink. And then the big dog, AJ, uh, AJ Avasco, who's hit, gone on a tear lately. Um, I mean, he's going to be a key component for them because they have a good combination of younger guys and and some seasoned vets. So if they can lock those guys down, get those guys ready to go, um, if Jalen can keep his pitch count down, get to the fifth, sixth inning, hand the ball over to Coop, Cooper Erickson, he'll be ready to go. Um, but if you're Elkhorn South, you have the most dangerous lineup in like from a standpoint of being explosive that you in the state. They also get a little Jekyll and Hyde on you. So they're gonna sometimes they don't throw a lot of strikes, sometimes they kick the ball around. But when they're on, they're so hard to beat. And they've shown that to everybody. So everybody's very leery of them going in. Um, it's a tough first round draw. And I'll be eager to see uh, what Coach Lonick at Lincoln East has up his sleeve for for Coach Dahl. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that game. We obviously know the Elkhorn South team quite well, and we do know that Coach Dahl will have them ready to go. So that's going to be a fantastic uh, uh, round one game. Uh, let's transition to Millard South against Lincoln Southeast. Obviously, Millard South is the defending state champs, and quite amazing the season that they've had when you have two of their ace pitchers that have been out all year in Moquin and Sweet. So uh, a couple comments on that game, Alex. Well, Sweet turned out to be one of the hottest hitters in the state this spring. Um, I think the injury kind of dialed him into his bat, and he's been on a tear. If you look at what they've been able to do, one, the thing that they have from last year's team is they're just fearless. I mean, they're about as battle-tested as you'll find coming into coming into the tournament. So they're not backing down from anybody. They roll in with what they got, and they're not going to make mistakes, and that's what makes them tough to beat. Um, they're led by Braden Sweet, Braden Smith. Uh, we got Cam Kozel, the Vandy commit, and uh, Braden Cannon. And if their pitching can hold up, if they can get deep into games, throw enough, like they throw plenty of strikes, they don't make errors, and let their bats do the work, they get on teams early, and they let you know about it. I mean, they do a healthy amount of chirping, but they do it with confidence. They're not chirping because they're up. They just they have that that seasoned veteran confidence of being in the state tournament before, having been through the the gauntlet. And I think as Lincoln Southeast comes in, it's going to be tough for them to find their footing with all that going on. They haven't played a lot of teams this year. They have key losses against Carney, Millard West, Westside, and Gretna. Lincoln Southeast doesn't actually have any wins against the field this year going into this game. So for them, if you're Lincoln Southeast, you have to look at it going, we haven't, we haven't beat any of these teams, so we got to get over that hump right away and see if we can. Because Millard, Millard South, they've beaten Prep. They've beaten Elkhorn South. They've beaten Westside. They've beaten Carney. They know what they can do. They know where they stand. So going from there, I think – uh, Millard South is one of the most dangerous teams here. And if they get any traction, look for them to get ahead of steam going into the rest of the tournament. Excellent. And of course, last but certainly not least, you know, a unbelievable rivalry game that uh, you, you've also been a part of back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, the Crane Prep Junior Jays taking on uh, Westside. So a fantastic, uh, another fantastic first round game. So a couple comments on that game. Well, there are, the Creighton Prep team is led by not only Coach Mah- or Coach Mooney, but uh, Elliot Peterson, who just set the state record in doubles, uh, which is a feat in itself. They're a veteran club. Uh, they got the Hatcher brothers. They got Grant Kobe. Um, they got Ryan Bauer on the mound. They got uh, Ry- Sam Ryberg, uh, or and uh, they got Mooney's kid. I mean, they are top to bottom 
about as tough as you can get. I looked at their you're the games this season they've scored. They averaged six runs within the first three innings of their games. So if you're West Side, you have to take that initial punch and limit that as much as you can. Because you need to be able to get to your guys with Jackson Yeager. And then, of course, the big bopper, Dalton Bargo. Um, you you got to be able to get to your, your bats and get some momentum before they do. So if I'm prep, I'm not giving Dalton Bargo anything to hit. I'm not throwing anything close. I'm going to let everybody else try to beat me. Um, and I think they they still could, but it makes it much tougher on West Side when you make them rely on the rest of their lineup. Um, you got Ty Matz that will probably be on the bump. D-Mac commit. Um, he's going to be... He's going to be as sharp as, as you'll see, especially going in the first round of the playoffs because he's he's been there before. You know, those senior teams with a lot of seniors or a lot of guys who have experience, all of a sudden that comes into play a lot during the first round because you got all those nerves, all those jitters. And if you can have your seniors get you through that first game, I remember when we were playing my sophomore year, we had really, really highly touted team. We had a really highly touted team and our first round game, we almost got knocked off if it wasn't for a couple drop pop-ups in the sun. And then we rolled the rest of the tournament, but that first game, anything could happen. And when teams are throwing their best shot at you, it can get pretty tough. So if uh West, I can piece the other game behind Madsen and if Bargo and Jaeger can get out, get them on the board, I think it's going to be exciting. Otherwise prep's going to take it and they're going to run with it. So Excellent stuff. So in wrapping up, uh, before we transition to Class B, Alex, I know it's easy to just go with the number one and number two seed, but uh, what's uh, your preliminary prediction on um, the state championship game and, of course, one sleeper? Put state you, champion. Are, are you looking for the state champion? Whatever you would like to do. Wow. I think it would take – Something special for Millard West to get knocked off with the road they have and the pitching they have. Um, I could also see prep putting a damper on everybody's day. Um, I, I don't think Lincoln East is deep enough on the mound. I, th- I think Millard South is deep enough on the mound. Um, I'm going to have to stick with Millard West. I think the sleeper here is going to be uh, Elkhorn South. I think coming out, I think they're going to have to go, come out of the loser's bracket, but if they can get, if they can throw strikes and limit their errors, their bats can carry them through the losers bracket, and I think that's kind of the wild card for them. And then, they, and then you get to the end of the tournament, anything can happen. Absolutely. Let's move over to Class B. We have some fantastic teams as well as players. Um, several folks committed to play Division One baseball from Class B. So Class B, another you know stellar bracket. We obviously have number one Norse. Uh, number one seed Norse uh, and the number two seed Scott Catholic. Uh, let's uh, let's turn it over to uh, you uh, for some preliminary analysis, analysis. Excuse me on Class B. I think this is one of the most exciting years we've had in Class B in a long time. Not just because of the talent, but because of the depth of it. Norris is going to roll out there. They're going to roll out Kale Fountain. He's got 11 home runs in the year. Going to Florida State. Um, his younger brother just signed in Nebraska. Uh, but not only that, they got Landon Meyer. They got Eden Holt. They got Carson Baker. Uh, Meyer's going to go to Cloud County. Eden Holt's going to uh, Cowley. And then Carson's going to Doan. They have wins against Westside, Columbus, Kearney, Burke, and Gretna in Class A. That's impressive. And at 20 and 6, there's not a lot of teams. I mean, their losses this season are to Lincoln East, Elkhorn South, Elkhorn, Lincoln Southeast, Elkhorn again, and then uh, Bennington. Three of those are in the Class A state tournament. Uh, So they are stacked. They got. 
power. They got speed. They're well coached. Um, Waverly knocked off Scott in the district tournament to get in. So they're 13 and 13 coming in. They're the dark horse, but I'll tell you who they've got. Peyton Angle going to Missouri Southern. That kid is lethal on the mound at the plate. He can take the, if he can take this game and run with it, they're going to be really tough to beat. And he's been here before. He knows the stage. He performs under pressure. Um, they got an outstanding top to bottom group. Um, and if they can pull it together, look for some some fireworks there in that first in that first matchup between one and eight. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to uh, another game in Class B, number four seed Central City Fullerton Centura against the number five seed Beatrice. So this is actually the best first round matchup we have, St- straight up out of the gate. You have Beatrice with, um, if they can avoid the second inning surge, because Beatrice has Tucker Timmerman, Austin Burroughs. Tucker Timmerman's the Nebraska commit. He's got a zero point two four ERA, that's per- five fifty four. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And they're going to ride him into face the buzzsaw that is Central City, who's 20 and two on the season. They have Cale Jensen, who led the, led the state in batting average home runs last year. He's still hitting 433 this year, and nobody's pitching to him. Um, their only losses are to Platte Valley and Hastings, and, and that was in extra innings. Um, they also have a junior named Boston Casperson. Guy's hitting fi- uh, 459. He's electric. He's their table setter. And then, uh, Bryce Gorecki is going to make it really tough on this Beatrice team. They're going to have to put up runs in the first game, which normally with Tucker Timmerman on the mound, you don't have to worry about against common opponents, eight and one and eight and two, meaning they literally have almost the same record against the same teams. It is as good a matchup as you're going to find in class B class a, this is one of those games you got to get to the ballpark for. Uh, That's exciting. That's exciting. Let's move to Elkhorn North against Gross Catholic, my alma mater. Uh, obviously, this is Coach Dunn's uh, first appearance in the state championship, or excuse me, state, uh, yes, in the, in the state uh, championship. <laughs> um, so Elkhorn North uh, is obviously led by two very strong pitchers in Harahill and Novacek. Gross Catholic led by the Capisi brothers. Uh, comments on that matchup. So this is the X-Men game. This is where all the mutants have gone to play in this Class B game. You have Easton Mains, who's just the bionic man. I mean, the guy's a physical freak. Um, he's hitting 444 on the season. He's going to Iowa Western. He's all fast twitch muscle. And that whole Elkhorn North team is just blazing speed. They have Easton Mains, Chris Thiessen, uh Luke Tillman, all are 10-plus uh, stolen base guys. So on the mound, they have Harahill and Novacek as their one-two punch. Now, if you're gross, you have to get past those juggernauts. So you got to figure out a way to get them, get their pitch counts up, get them off the field, because then the depth comes into play, and that's that's their their Achilles' heels. They're not they're not as deep on the mound at Elkhorn North. Now, if you're a gross, um, so we have what do we have the the bionic man in Eastern Mains. Now we have the man child that is Connor Capisi. Uh The beast is hitting 513 with a 0.34 ERA. He's going to Creighton. Um, they also have Nick Boring and Joey Meyer both hitting over 400. Um, they are really seasoned for this for this tournament as far as they're hot at the right time. They have talent. They play together. And I think they're going to be really, really dangerous um, going in, going into this, this one, especially with if they can get past the depth uh, of the pitching staff at Elkhorn North. I think you're going to see something pretty special out of that gross group. They got that thing that you can't really put your finger on, but they're just fun to watch. 
Absolutely. Let's transition to the number two seed, Scott Catholic, against the number seven seed in the Elkhorn Antlers. And uh, just a tremendous job by Coach McCride in turning around their season. They started off three and ten. And I don't know if you really want to face a team with, uh, you know, uh, Ben Ayala and Chase Smith in the first round. No, and not a team that's was three and ten and is now sitting at fifteen and thirteen. That's that's a heck of a run going into the, going into the tournament. And one of the biggest things about in the tournament is getting hot at the right time. Um, you can be as good as you want in March and April, but if you're not good in May, it doesn't matter. So as we look at the Elkhorn team, they are going to be fought. They are going to be riding. Ben Ayala, they're going to be riding Chase Smith. They need uh, Blake Stanley to show up and produce. Uh, Connor Hunt's got 25 stolen bases. They ha- they need their guys to show out and do what they do. Um, but they're as dangerous as any three, four guys in the state as far as putting them together in a lineup and on the mound. So that bodes very, very well for that for that Elkhorn team coming into – and when you've had – they've had a lot of success – the past couple of years with their with their talent so they've been able to kind of groom themselves to this moment the moment's not too big um, i think when you look at scut they're as deep as you're going to see they're veteran club they have a deep pitching staff they talk, start off with quinn denori uh, and gavin brumman um, they got dylan briswell behind the dish he's batting uh 320 i think 338 or 348 for him um but they have the depth and veteran leadership if they and they don't beat themselves kind of back came back comes back to what we talked about with the Millard South group of they don't make mistakes. They're not going to beat themselves. Can they play mistake free? And when things get tough, when you're facing Ben Ayala rolling it in there, 90, 92, 93 with a hard slider, you know, or chase Smith, just paying corners. Can you stay disciplined and stay to your plan? Cause that's what they're going to have to do going into this game to be successful. And I think if Elkhorn can get a couple big hits at the right time, have some guys on, they're going to, they're going to do some damage in this tournament. Elkhorn's always dangerous, especially when and anybody's dangerous when they're hot. But especially when you're uh, when you're when you're playing off of that momentum going in that you've built all season. Yeah, they're just a they're just a tough, hard nosed team in that dis in, in their district semifinal game. They actually uh, were down. Um, we're up seven to nothing. Uh, crazy game. Uh, the other team went up uh, eight seven. And then uh, to your point about uh, just tough outs and, and, and tough kids on that team, uh, Cooper Freddy comes up with a walk-off double. So they, they just know how to win at the right time. So it'll be a great uh, great matchup. Well, excellent. Well, that uh, is a fairly comprehensive review for both Class A and Class B. As you can tell, uh, audience, uh, we're both very excited. we got some fantastic baseball in front of us. Uh, definitely take advantage of being – uh, at the ballpark, we've got games at Warner Park. I think the first game starts tomorrow, Alex, at 10 a.m., right? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. So then we go uh, pretty hardcore for the next two days uh, at uh, Warner, uh, at Tal Anderson. Uh, there's games at Millard North. There's games at Fricky Field. And I think that state championships are scheduled, weather permitting, to wrap up uh, Thursday, May 19th at Tal Anderson and Friday, May 20th uh, for class uh, for Class B. Alex, any closing comments? Uh, we we were fortunate enough to win three state titles when I was at Creighton Prep, and I can tell you there's no easy state title. There's no easy state tournament. Um, and for all of these teams going into it, wish them the best of luck. Fight through that first game. The first game's the toughest. If you can get your nerves settled, get the sticks going, get your guys on strikes, uh, get everybody on the same page and pull in the same direction, um, it's anybody's game. And that's that's the one thing that, 
every year resonates with me. It's if whoever gets hot, whoever's playing together, uh, they're going to have the best chance. And so all of the names and the numbers and all that stuff, I can, I'll be the first one to tell you none of it means anything. If you're playing together, you get hot at the right time and put the ball in play, make things happen. Don't beat yourself. Absolutely. Throw the seeds out the window. Well, Alex, I will uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow, 10 a.m. Warner Park uh, for that game between Millard West and Kearney. I'll be there. Thank you, everyone. Media Production.